All right. Hi, guys. Welcome to the first Carissa Knows podcast. Thanks, Kaya Mahala, for joining. Um, so my name is Carissa, and I know a lot of information ranging from art, such as cooking, sewing, and photography, to the science of applied behavior analysis and anti-racism training, along with everything in between. So today's podcast, we're going to discuss sisterhood and give gratitude to our oldest sister, the eldest of the Prudhomme girls, Sandrinus Prudhomme. Um, so our two guests today are Kai Chambers and Mahala Prudhomme. Kai Chambers is an educator and the first cousin of the Prudhomme girls. Kai is related to the Prudhomme girls through her mother and has witnessed our unique bond and sisterhood as we've grown. Um, Mahala is an artist, model, queer activist, and photographer, and the third born sister of the Prudhomme girls. Um, so before we begin, I want to go ahead and introduce our two guests. Um, Kai, you can go ahead and talk a little bit about yourself, and then Mahala, you can go next. Well, hello, um, Krissa. Thanks for having me. Very excited to um, be a part of this podcast. Uh, and yeah, you touched it. I'm Kai Chambers, um, pronouns she, her, hers, and I am an educator. Uh, and yeah, I don't have any um, sisters that I was raised with but I call a lot of my family members that are women sisters and a lot of um, my friends, my sisters. So this is a really interesting dynamic for me being able to speak um, towards Sandrina and just seeing y'all as sisters and what that meant for me and also knowing what it meant for y'all being like this cohesive unit of like sisters, like y'all were always a squad. So I'm really excited to dive deeper into what that kind of meant for me as well. So that's me. Perfect. And I'm Mahala. <laughs> um, I'm the, I was the youngest for a while. Um, and then we had our younger sisters. So I kind of get the gist of everything. Um, but yeah, I'm sisterhood and family is super important to me. And everything Carissa says is kind of what I do. So all right, so the first um, thing I kind of want to discuss is Sandrina and all the memories we have and what memories stood out the most growing up with her as a family member and our sister. Um, Mahala, I'm going to go ahead and let you shoot first and talk about her big sis. Well, happy birthday, sis. Your sister, Carissa, started this and wanted to give a tribute to you. And I think that attests to how special you are and how much of a role model you are to us. Um, my best memory with you is probably when we all went to Houston, actually, because I saw Sandrita in a whole new light because she was always so much older than me. She always was big conservative chill sister and in Houston I'm like oh Sans dance Sans will twerk okay Sans will drink she'll turn up you know so it was really dope seeing her in that light and then also how she just that was my 21st birthday and she still managed to like mother me and the other 21 year old as we turned you know and it was just a really amazing moment all right, that's funny. Okay, so I just want to add a little bit um, of context to everything. So Sandrina is what she's two, almost three years older than me. So if I am 31, she's turning 34. Um, Mahala, you are how old again? 25. She's eight years older than me. Okay. And Kai, you are 26. 26. So that's kind of the age dynamic. So Sandrina is the oldest grandchild in our family, the firstborn. 
Um, she almost carries on this motherly role, but we're going to talk about that a little bit later. So Kai, you can go ahead and spit and talk about your most memorable time with Sandrina. It's really funny that you mentioned Houston because that was like the, that was the first thought that popped in my head when I thought of Sandrina, but I'll take it back a little bit in time to like how a lot of our family knows um, how Sandrina was labeled in our family. And it was as like the tattletale almost. And that's like the fondest memory I have of Sandrina because I remember being this child and just knowing that Sandrina was the one that was the role model of the family. She was the one that was, you know, walking the straight line and doing what she was supposed to do and leading by example. And you never wanted to make Sandrina like look at you in a different way. Like you didn't want to disappoint her. And I remember me being I don't know how old I was, maybe in middle school and still trying to find myself as we all do in our younger years. And I remember Sandrina seeing something in my phone, like some pictures. And Sandrina told my mom about the pictures in my phone. And I just remember I was so upset with Sandrina and I, I labeled her as being the snitch. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe Sandrina snitched on me. And I remember, and I think it's funny thinking back to that moment, because I, I know we're going to dive a little bit deeper into this um, as we progress, but just the weight of like being the firstborn and being this role model and being this leader that like you're born into, like you didn't choose to be this, but this is the, you know, the kind of crown that you you wear. So that's like my fondest memory of Sandrina growing up. And then also like shifting into Houston, like that was my first time being around Sandrina in an adult environment when all of us are adults. Like we're all drinking, we're all partying, we're all talking the way that we talk normally amongst friends. And we kind of crossed over from like that just, you know, being family to like more of crossing over into like that sisterhood and like that connection was built and that trust was built in there. And it kind of made me realize, okay, I kind of understand why she snitched on me when I was younger. I get it. I get it now. I didn't get it then, but I get it now. So that's, that's too funny. So you guys, I don't know if you've ever heard this story because I guess since me and Sandrina are so close in age, um, we were always just a union like from when we were kids, I was the little sister who was tagging along all the time. When Sandrina had a boyfriend, they better be buying me food too, because I'm always around. Usually when Sandrina had to um, go on a date or something, I was a chaperone. <laughs> so I was always there. But one of my favorite memories <laughs> of Sandrina, it's actually a really funny story, was the advice she would give me when I was in high school for my, for boyfriends and relationships. And I was dating a little knucklehead football player. He cheated on me. And I was like, what do I do? And you know what Sandrina told me to do? She told me to take a picture, burn his face out and send it. <laughs> and I did that. And then tear up all the stuffed animals and give it to him. Girl, when I tell you I was labeled like crazy in high school because I did that. So yeah, that's a funny memory. But I also want to talk about another memory I had when she was dating a knucklehead guy when she was in college. And everyone knew I was the crazy girl. I could fight and stuff in high school. And supposedly the dude was cheating on, cheating on her. So she called me up. It's like, yo, Carissa, I'm driving up from South Carolina. We got to do a drive-by on 
I'm not going to say his name, but on you know who. <laughs> and we did a drive by and we literally drove by his house, knocked on the door. I'm wearing my basketball shorts. She's wearing hers. We're ready to fight whichever girl is in there. And the reason why I bring up these stories is to show like loyalty and the union that we have as sisters. Like whether the advice we were taking or our loyalty was bad or good, we were always there for each other to give each other advice and show that we were down for whatever needed to be done at the time. So those are like some sisterhood memories. I don't know if you guys ever heard those stories, have you? Some, some. <laughs> some of them, okay, got it, got it, got it. So, um, those are kind of some of our memories, but I want to segue into the next question because we have a lot to discuss when it comes to sisterhood. But um, since we're all here, me and Mahala are sisters, Kai is our cousin, but the way our family dynamic is, our second cousins and us are like this. We're super close. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard like the quote where um, your mom's side, no matter what, you're closer to your mom's side. I think that has to do with why we are so close because our moms were sisters. So um, I guess... I kind of want to describe our family dynamic. Our mom's side, we're West Indian, we're St. Lucian. Um, they have a white mother and a black St. Lucian father. Our entire family is super, super close. We were raised going to our cousin's house, our aunts disciplining us. Um, I remember Kai's dad one time threatened us with a spoon. I think he popped Mahal in the butt one time. We were getting beat by our aunties and uncles. Um, <laughs> When it came to family union, they taught us how important that was. Um, we were taught about our heritage being St. Lucian. So um, I think our family dynamic is very different because we have a huge family and we're all super close. Um, I know a lot of people I know have large families, but they're not as close. Our second cousins, our cousins who live in St. Lucia, Canada, they're looked at as our first cousins. So our family dynamic is just very, very close. So I'm gonna go ahead and give the mic to Mahala so she can kind of describe our family. I'm gonna intervene to a little bit along the way, but Mahala, how would you describe our family and what our dynamic looks like? Yeah, I think you said something major when it comes to like even just immediate family though, um, being raised by sisters. We were raised by our mom, but also our mom's sisters. And we grew up truly going there, especially me and Kai are the same age. So growing up, we spent every summer together, literally four years. And um, Auntie Dorothy was my mom when I was there. Whatever she said went down, went down. And mom was cool with it so um I just think that's kind of instilled maybe our versions of loyalty in us too so um yeah I would say our family is very close in comparison to a lot of families for sure um and cousins cousins I think you know when we're with any of our cousins we got their back to almost a brotherly sisterly base than a cousin base so I, I would agree. I would agree with everything you say. <laughs> Kai, what would you say your take is on our family? Hmm. I always think of just like, it takes a village. And I feel like that is like the mantra and story of our family, just because everyone is connected through various ways, whether it was living with another family member, like staying summers with other family members, going to school with other family members. Um, and I think that, yeah, I, I think that's a perfect kind of like, that that's a perfect comparison um, to what our family is like. I would say also that our family is just really down for each other. I think no matter like, even if we don't talk to each other 
all the time. And I think that's the case in um, some regards. Like, of course, some family members talk a lot more to each other than other family members. But I think that's how it is in any kind of relationships, whether it's through blood or just friendships. But I would say with our family, it doesn't matter what's going on. Our family's going to show up for one another, whether that's whatever kind of accomplishments or milestones that each of us kind of go through. I would say that our family is supportive in those ventures that we take. And like, they talk about it, whether we know it or not, and they know what's going on. And they're very, yeah, I would say they're, they're in the know to what's going on. And um, yeah, that, that, that's yeah. how I, I would, I would ex explain it. It's kind of hard trying to like pinpoint exactly how like the Prudhomme family specifically is like it's hard to just put into like words because I don't know I feel like our family is a lot different than a lot of the other families that I know like through my friends um and like colleagues like whenever I talk about my family members my friends they're always just like wow like y'all are so close and anyone that knows me they know Mahala they know Krissa they know Sandrina like anyone knows that so it's kind of hard to just put it all in words and really sit and think about the dynamic of our family. Well, I'll give a quick example, like say for, well, let's talk about our grandfather, right? He's the one who connects all of us. He recently had a seizure. And what did we first do? Um, your mom, Auntie Dorothy, she quickly looked at the list of grandchildren to see who had the most flexible schedule and could go down there for a couple months. So she checked in with Mahala. She checked in with me. She checked in with all you guys. Then she went to Auntie Mare's kids. And right now our cousin Jacoby's down there helping my grandfather build his house. So that goes to show just like how united we are and the role like all of us grandchildren play in like kind of supporting our elders and our family members. Um, another thing I kind of wanted to talk about was, um, sorry, hold on. Well, I was gonna second on something too. I just thought about when you were bringing up your stories with Sandrina, I'm like, oh, and it repeats history because Auntie Dorothy mom and Auntie Mare were sure doing drive-bys for each other's boyfriends. And I don't know why that was on my mind the whole time you guys were just talking. I'm like, we are literally our moms in different forms. And we kind of joke around about that all the time because of course no one wants to be exactly like their mom. We, our moms have their flaws, but in so many ways, we're just like all of them. Kai's like, you know, Auntie Marin, someone, whatever, you know, Sandrina can be like Auntie Dorothy. So it's just funny. Like, I'm really thinking about how, like, they were definitely doing drive bys with dad, <laughs> with mom, you know, like, that's funny. But go ahead. <laughs> I also think what kind of makes our family like, these are just little pseudo memories. They're just memories I, I have, like, in my childhood that kind of brings our family together. My mother was probably like the lightest skinned person in out of all her siblings, right? And I think she kind of geared more toward um, white people because maybe they accepted her more. I don't know. But I remember when I was in middle school, um, me and Sandrina, I was in middle school, maybe Sandrina was in high school. And we were going around saying that like, we were mixed, we were mixed. Like we had this weird mixed identity, right? And I remember Kai, your mom, Auntie Dorothy, she snatched me and Sandrina up real quick and said, why y'all saying that you're mixed? And looking back now, to me, I think that was so important because she caught on that we were like saying that we we're mixed because we thought that was a good thing, right? We thought that being mixed was cool. Being mixed would give us more type of, um, I guess, hierarchy in whatever system we want to talk about. 
And so Auntie Dorothy grabs us and is like, why are you guys mixed? Do you have a white mother? And we're like, no. Do you have a white father? No. Then stop saying you're mixed, you're black. So this is kind of a thing about sisterhood too. It wasn't my mom talking about this. It was your mom. And your mom took us in like we were her own damn kids and talked about identity because my mom didn't. And then I remember me and Sandrina sitting there like, well, this is weird shit. So we're not mixed. Okay, I get it. But we are still different. So we're, we're St. Lucia and we're black. So then I remember me and Sandrina are like, you know what? We're St. Lucia and we're black. And Mahala is going to know that she's St. Lucia and she's black. So from an early age, we told Mahala, like, we, we're all sisters. We're all going to identify the same way. We are black. We are not mixed. We're black and we're St. Lucian. And I don't know if Mahala ever had, did you ever have that issue with identity? And it might've been because us as sisters, we grew that into you. But it was me and Sandrina who sat at the top of the, the sisterhood thing and decided together that we are sisters and we are this. <laughs> and I yeah. think that's why Mahala's identity might've been a little bit different because we guided her through that. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so y'all have anything else or y'all wanna go to the next question? Let's go to the next one. All right, so um, let's talk about, I guess we kind of talked about like our favorite memory of Sandrina, but I kind of want to talk about maybe how she shaped your future or if there was any type of monumental role she played in the development of us as young women. Yeah, I would definitely, and I still say this, like, I think everyone thinks you're the hard sister, like you're the one who doesn't cry, you're the one who is like, boss energy and not that you're not that but I'm like nah that's sans sandrina's the g sans is the one who doesn't break a tear sans is the hard one like when I think of sandrina I think she's really just taught me that like I don't know just be tough like suck it up and not in a bad way not in a detrimental way but like nah we got family we have sisters we have to protect we have a life we have to live like we don't have time to cry so I think Sands is definitely like to me I always say she's the backbone of the family now like she is the backbone when anyone needs a place to stay it's Sandrina realistically if anyone needed money I'm sure they would call Sandrina you know like Sans is the backbone and like she just doesn't say no she figures it out so I think and um it was recently I just got her a gift actually just a few weeks ago and I actually wrote in the car I think Sandrina is the most like granny's best traits when it comes to like holding it down like that to me, Sandrina is just like granny when it comes to family loyalty and protecting your family and giving back to your family. Like that is Sandrina. So now that you talk about a grandmother, I can't not expand on that. But um, some of the things I think about of my grandmother is really preserving our family and protecting our family and making sure everyone has what they need to have. Um, she has, is it 17, 18 or 19? I can't remember. I stopped counting. Our family's so damn big. It's ridiculous. She has like 19 maybe 20, <laughs> 19 grandchildren, I'm gonna say, maybe 23 great grandchildren, right? And my grandmother to this day knows everyone's business and knows when people need a car, need help getting into school, X, Y, and Z, she is there and a part of it. So um, my grandmother is really like the matriarch of the family. Before COVID, whenever we had a family reunion, it was at granny's house. Whenever we went to North Carolina, we stayed with granny. But now that COVID's all weird, she moved. Um, 
Sandrina has kind of become the person that when we go to North Carolina to have any type of family gathering, we're spending time at Sandrina's house. Sandrina's hosting the house. Half the reason is because she's the only grandchild who has a house that can host. I mean, I don't have enough space and I'm all the way in Massachusetts, but Sandrina actually got a house and has a place where all of us can go and call home. And I think one of the reasons why she's holding on to even her house is because what the hell are her younger sisters going to do if they need a place to stay? And so that's just something I always think about. Sandrina's held on to this weird responsibility of trying to make sure that her sisters, her family is straight. And it really reminds us of our grandmother, the, the constant need to make sure that everything is good and that she's able to help out when she can. Hmm. When I'm thinking of Sandrina also, like just for like more like insight, like I said earlier, when Sandrina, like when I think about our relationship, she was always just like the oldest cousin. And I was closer to Krissa and ultimately got way closer, like with Mahala at certain points. And that's what's so interesting. I don't even think anyone would know this, but Sandrina was the person that I was looking at to like know what it was like to be a woman and to develop into a woman and to just go through the changes in puberty and figuring it out. Like with her being the eldest and being a woman, I just remember seeing her from like being a child. And then the next time I see her, she has boobs. And then the next time I see her, she has hips. And I remember like seeing that, seeing that like transition for me was so pivotal because it had me asking myself questions because I was raised in a house with all boys. So I didn't get to see that. And then also being in the household with you all and seeing how it is, how open you all were and expressive with all the things that were going on, whether it's you're on your cycle or you're talking to this guy or you're dating this person, that was not how it was in my household with boys. It just was not that way at all. So seeing Sandrina go through these things and even like seeing puberty for her, like seeing her toy around with her hair in different ways and seeing how to deal with acne and how to deal with men. Um, I think that's what I learned from Sandrina. And it's been such a process, even like her going to college and figuring out how to like pay for loans. And even now, like me trying to pay off my student loans and thinking of Sandrina and knowing, oh, well, she already paid off her student loans. Like I'm 26 years old and I still got student loans and Sandrina paid hers off by this point in time. So she's always been like in the forefront of like my life when I think, like when I really sit here and think she's always been at the forefront because like I said, I did not have that in my household specifically of like, what is it like to be a woman? And what is it like to grow up and become your own kind of woman and like know who you are as a woman? So Sandrina really taught me a lot from like me being all the way in the background and never saying anything. I was just like, kind of just like watching and observing. That reminds me too, when I was in middle school going through puberty, I was getting picked on, you know, they was calling me Big Bird and stuff, but it's all good because look where I'm at now, Big Bird, Big Bird making money. <laughs> okay, but, but it was funny because one time Sandrina and Carissa came to school and brought me lunch. I think I was in seventh grade and they came in heels, like all dolled up. And I just remember I became the coolest kid at school because they were like, 
Oh, she gonna be bad when she older though, cause her sisters are bad. She gonna be bad when she older. And I swear to God that day my life changed, which looking back is really effed up, but they was right. <laughs> they was right. <laughs> so um, I just say that to say though, I get what you're saying, Kai, like very much role model. And I think for me, because they were both like Krista and Sans were my older sisters. I had that within the household. So I don't even think about how much they've molded me because it was, I was blessed to have sisters and have that, but that's interesting. I've never even thought about it from your eyes like that. And Kai, when you're talking about that, it just goes on to like responsibility that she had. And Mahal, I do remember that because you were getting picked on. Sandrina got picked on the worst in middle school. She was called musty and stuff. And she was big and awkward. And mom didn't let us wear underwire bras. And she didn't believe in tampons. So by the time I think I got to middle school or I started my period because I started it late because I was all skinny and shit. And by the time I started my menses, right, I remember I was trying to swim and you know how mom didn't give us tampons to use because tampons can cause cancer or whatever. Um, Sandrine was like, forget this, Carissa, you're learning how to wear a tampon. And I remember I was like, how? I don't even know what to do. How do I put it in? She's like, we went to the bathroom and she's like, she stood by the stall and basically modeled what to do. And that was so important because like, who how the hell do people learn how to put in tampons about their fucking sister? I'm sorry. Like, how do you learn these things? Especially if you don't have a mother who's showing you, like, how do you learn this stuff? And Sandrina was that one who did that. Sandrina was the one who um, initiated, oh no, Mahala's getting picked on. We need to do something about this eyebrow that now she's proud of. <laughs> but like when she, when you were getting picked on mm-hmm. uh, being called unibrow and shit, we're like, oh, it took no. me. She took me to get my eyebrows waxed and so I had a unibrow and she took me to get my eyebrows waxed and mom and dad were pissed but she she was like nah like actually I've never even thought about that but she wasn't I think she got grounded for that like she got grounded for helping me to not get picked on and that just attests to who she is like it really does so And another thing too, is like, I remember when I was learning how to drive and um, it's funny now, because I'm looking back and this memory just sparked how I had anxiety from in high school. Now that I'm diagnosed with anxiety, it's different. But like when I was in high school, I had serious anxiety. So when I was taking my driver's test, when I tell you my palms were so sweaty, whenever I got behind the wheel, because I was so terrified I was going to fail and my heart was racing, I literally was shaking, I would be shook practicing or anticipating driving. And Sandrina came home from college and was like, forget that. I'm gonna teach you how to drive. And she literally took me to a parking lot and was like, I'm tired of our parents acting like they're all afraid. Like kids should get taught in parking lots how to drive. So she took me in the parking lot, had me driving and shit with her own car that she had to pay for, that she had to put insurance on, right? And showed me how to drive. And it was just nice that she took that responsibility and was not gonna let me suffer the way she did. And that's why I think Sandrina is super freaking important to all of us. Um, she's literally my protector. Um, she's the go-to person, even though I try to act like I'm big and bad, I'd be crying to my older sister. <laughs> she's the first person I call when, when my life is in shambles. I'm like, Sandrina, what do I do? And she's like, okay, let's talk about this. Let's do this. To this day, whenever I'm about to make a bad decision, she usually guides me to the right one, or she'll tell me that I'm going to make a bad decision. And usually what she says is absolutely right. Um, sometimes I just have to learn on my own, but she's usually like my guiding power. She's the one who gives me the advice that I really need. And I've learned so much from her. So I love my big sister. (laughs) I also think too, like, I I don't necessarily think, you know, consciously Sans is such a good sister, but sometimes I know I'm a good sister to Sahara because she's my like only little sister or even dad's kids here. I'm like, I'm such a, I'm a good sister. And I don't say that to brag, but I know how to do it because I had y'all. 
like I had Sandrina and so I've never even thought about that but like I know what to talk to Sahara about because Sandrina talked to me about that or you talked to me about that and you learned from Sandrina you know and some of the things I think you and Sans argue with like Sans will be like Krista blah 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 and I'm like oh she doesn't do that to you and I'm like, oh, cause I'm her little sister, you know, <laughs> like I'm the little sister, which is what you've learned from her, you know, so. And I also Sandrina think really paved the way when you think like just everything that we've said so far, it's like Sandrina is the one that has like held this torch and like shine a light on how we all interact. Like even with me and seeing how you all interact and how y'all argue and how y'all call each other and how like, it's just whenever we're around each other, y'all know I'll like, sit there for a little bit and I'm just like all right this is just sisters being sisters but at the end of the day like y'all know how to be sisters because of the way Sandrina has taught you and showed you how she's been a sister to y'all like wow also I hate to go on and on but I just thought of one more memory Chris and I know y'all you'll remember this when me and you were tormenting her when we were younger and so our mom had like in our the house we grew up in the three bedroom doors are like next to each other. So one here, one here, and one here. And me and Krista were tormenting Sandrina. I mean, tormenting her. I think she was trying to do homework. We're throwing stuff at her, like acting like boys, actually, acting like little boys, act not sisters, okay? Tormenting her. She somehow finds a way. And we had the doors that like, they had locks, but you could twist them from the outside with your finger. She found a way to tie with scarves, get me in one room, get Krista in another room and tie the doors with scarves. Because keep in mind, we could just unlock it and get out. So she found a way to A, separate us. And I remember the dramatics of this. And she separated us all night. And Sans is like kind of soft, like loving, but she wasn't having us that day. And she didn't let us pee. We came home and she still got in trouble. <laughs> we didn't even get in trouble. She got in trouble. <laughs> Mind you, she got in trouble because she did something to Mahala, the precious little spoiled brat. Not because she did anything to me. I remember I told mom I had to pee and I almost peed myself. And then I'm pretty sure she got grounded for that too. <laughs> and and that's, a, that's a thing, a funny thing about like me growing up as a kid, I was always the person stirring up shit. So honestly, I was probably the person who convinced Mahala to harass Sandrina. Similarly to how Kai remembers when Mahala suddenly moved to the East Coast, right? Um, I convinced Kai and Khalif. Do you remember this guy? I convinced Kai, I convinced you and your brother to like torment Mahala because I was like, Mahala's evil. She's an evil little sister. Do you remember that Kai? <laughs> yeah, I remember that because I remember knowing that there was a Mahala that was coming into town. And like, we just, we, we weren't really sure about her because of what Carissa told us. It was this whole ordeal. And then when I met Mahala, I was like, this ain't Me and Kai were best that friends. she was talking about. <laughs> Speaking of snitch, Kai and Kalisa snitched on me and Auntie Dorothy got mad at me. Snitch. For what? Because I turned them against you. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's a good reason to snitch. That's a wonderful reason to snitch. <laughs> Thank you, what is the crazy? Oh, I told Kai and Kalisa, I was like, Yanni and Lock Mahal in that room, she's evil, she's bad. So they like locked her in the room, Mahal threw a big old tantrum. And then Auntie was like, what's happening? Why is Mahal in the room? Carissa made me lock her in the room. I was all like, So Carissa did not get these traits from Sandrina. She didn't get these from Sandrina, okay? Sands didn't do me like that. Couldn't have. Sands looked out, okay? But, 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 <laughs> 
fun side fact. I think it's kind of funny because, you know, like my podcast is going to talk about identity too, but this is just like kind of a side note. And Kai, maybe you could talk about this even within um, your siblings as well. When we were kids, we literally, Mahala, like since you were, I guess, five years younger than six years almost, right? That age gap kids feels like 10 or 15 years, you know? And so mom just winds up pregnant suddenly, right? She's dating this white guy, Ray, right? This German white guy, suddenly she's pregnant, right? And mom doesn't talk about when she's pregnant. And then you pop out and you have straight hair. And we're living in Washington state, mind you, right? So in Washington state, it's all white. All of my friends, all Sandrina's friends are like, oh my God, Mahalo has like white people hair. Like she doesn't have hair like we have. And I remember me and Sandrina were like, she has a different dad. We literally made this up in our head. There is no way she could have the same dad as us because she has good hair. And we have like horrible hair because in Washington, everyone talks about our hair texture, right? So um, the reason why I bring that up is because it goes back to like how close sisters were. Me and Sandrina Mahalo were so confused and we'd always have these questions because mom didn't talk about it. And we're like, who is this like intruder? She has a different dad. Ray must be the dad. And we were just so confused. And once again, of course, now we're adults. I'm just happy she's admitting that my trauma is valid because Carissa usually doesn't admit that and she just admitted it on her podcast that my trauma is valid so it's appreciated sisterhood trauma Kai be happy you don't have any that you had to live with okay (laughs) I have brotherhood trauma instead but it's all good we all got a little bit of trauma it's fine you gotta be honest about it so thank you for your honesty Carissa and I'm, I'm sure Mahalo appreciates that a whole lot but eventually we I will talk about that on our podcast how like I guess, I guess you could call that texturism or whatever affects us all and stuff like that, because I think that is important how Americans kind of perceive identity as well. And how white people were literally dividing us as sisters saying too, like, how is she your sister when she has completely different hair? This is impossible. She has hair like us. You guys don't have hair like us. So how do you guys have the same parents? And so I think that's something to unpack in the future, but that's not what this is going to be completely about. (laughs) All right. Um, so I guess, how long have we been going for? I wish I could see the time, but okay. I guess the next question I really wanted to ask is um, when you think about like sisterhood and what that means, um, how do you think Sandrina has played a role in that and kind of reinforced the unity between sisterhood? Yeah, I think kind of just a lot of the things we talked about, like it's just like, I can't even explain it. It's just what you do. Like to me, sisterhood being the youngest for so long and then being a sister to Sahara and then now to even dad's kids, I've learned that like, it's just what you do. Like um, our father has a lot of other children and we didn't grow up with them, but when I'm around them too, it's just, they're my sisters and it's what I do. You know, I protect them when I'm around them too. Um, So I think it's just like, sisterhood means to me I guess just like being there for someone like literally through thick through thin through the ugly and maybe from like a non-judgmental place too I feel like as a whole my sisters are the one place I go to and I know I'm like safe and not judged even though they're probably judging the crap out of me you know but like in a sisterly way you know so yeah that's what it is to me and I guess that's what Sandrine has taught me through sisterhood you know, you use the big word safe. Safe is like the the way I want to feel around everyone. Like, you know, and that's like rooted in a lot of my relationships. Like 
that feeling of safety and feeling of like just overall love. And I think for me, sisterhood from what I've seen and I would say what I've experienced throughout like this sisterhood and my sisterhoods with like my friends um, is just a constant and like, like constant care and connection. I think when we think of just like relationships as a whole, like care is at the root of it all and caring throughout all circumstances. Like I may not like you every day and yes, we may argue and yes, we may have our difference in opinions. You may know the right thing to do and I choose to do the wrong thing because that is my wrong thing to figure out. But at the end of the day, it's still everything that is done and said is rooted in just care. Um, so I think that's what Sandrina has taught me over the years is just like care. Like that's what it's been and what I've seen um, just portrayed in all aspects. Even if I'm thinking of our Houston trip, we like Houston trip was wild. First of all, we're not going to, that's a whole nother podcast. Honestly, we can do that on the next one. But when I'm thinking of Houston, I'm thinking of all these times when Sandrina was caring for everyone else and she never stopped. Like even for people that may not have deserved the care in that moment, it never stopped. Like care never ceased. And even going out of her way to, you know, find different ways for everyone to be okay, whether that's getting a ride from a stranger to take us back to the Airbnb. You know, maybe that's just something that happened. But uh, yeah, like I, I think that's the biggest thing that I've seen is just care. And I love that word of just feeling safe because I think that's number one. I mean, when I was a kid, of course, I don't think that I really felt I felt safe with family, but safe just because like, oh, they're my family, I have my back. But I think the older I get, safety means more of just like my feelings are safe. And like, I know that, yes, like the way I feel and the way that I am expressing myself is safe. And like, this is okay for you to be yourself and do it 100% the way you want to do it. And like, I love you for that. And I care that like, you want to do this around me and you trust me to do that. So that's what sisterhood is like, look like for me. And it's been an interesting ride, just figuring out what sisterhood is, because of course, for me, I, I know what movies look like, but this has been the real life for me. And I think at the end of the day, like sisterhood has been really just like, food for my soul and like it's really made me understand like what I want to get out of just like the women in my life and like how meaningful these relationships are so shout out to Sandrina honestly man taught, taught all of us so much I'm loving this every moment of this because it's just bringing me back full circle and like unpacking a lot of like childhood things that happened that I, I didn't realize really had such an effect on like the woman I am today. It's wild. What about you? When I think about um, sisterhood, it's very intimate. So I don't let everyone in as my sister because I really do value like our family, right? So I've always said, and I think all my friends kind of know this. Yeah, I have friends, but I don't need friends because I have sisters. And that has been like my quote for a long time. Like, yeah, my sisters and I might fight and Caillou included, we might fight, go at it, have our differences, cuss each other out, be mad at each other, not talk. But at the end of the day, y'all my sister. So we always gonna be united no matter what. And I know that for a lot of people, especially now um, when we're trying to like focus on mental health, everyone's like, just because they're your family doesn't mean that you owe them anything, but I feel like our sisterhood and our bond is different. 
because yes, we can fight, we can go in on each other, but at the end of the day, we still love each other and we're always gonna be there for each other. Case in point last year, um, <laughs> for my birthday, when all y'all fools came up and y'all found out some information about me and y'all dragged me all freaking weekend, right? All right. I don't know if I'm ready to tell the world, but I, I don't think you should. <laughs> well, I'm about to do it, shit. I might clip this, we'll figure it out. <laughs> But last year, um, well, I, then I gotta tell the story if you, if you No, well, I gotta give the background so I don't sound like a complete idiot. But last year I freaking um, didn't vote. I was new to Massachusetts and I had to send in my ballot to Florida and I didn't do it. So because uh, sisterhood is so important, accountability is important. And guess what my ass did? I took accountability by telling my damn sister that weekend that I didn't vote. Mahalo, you wanna you wanna take the mic? So my ass and Sandrina's ass took initiative to call her what a what was it? A hacktivist. A hacktivist. <laughs> a hacktivist because her ass loves to say she a fucking activist, and we're like, how sweet. So the whole trip we dragged her. But I think her point is like. No, that's real. I think one thing about my sisters, and this may sound crazy to say, but I just feel like with y'all, like, will never fall out. And I've never felt that way in my life with any human beings, even my, my parents sometimes. But with you guys, I just know, like, this is forever. And it sounds corny, but not just because we're blood. Like, this is a relationship I've never had in my life. And uh, we can cuss each other out. We can I can get punched in the eye, but tomorrow <laughs> I will wake up and it, it is what it is. Like, this is who I love and this is who got me. And yeah. And when you think about how history kind of replays or plays, replays itself, we have to think about our parents and our parents' sisterhood and what that looks like and how much they have so much beef, yet they're always still down for each other. I know, um, our parents' relationships aren't always the best, right? But when it comes to loyalty and say someone ever tried to hurt one of them, they all go on the same side and they are down. So once again, sisterhood is loyalty. It's safety. It's just so much that's unexplainable and it's like long-term and forever. So of course things can change over time, but I'm like Mahala, I kind of have faith and I don't have faith, but I have faith in sisterhood and I have faith that we're always gonna be a union. And part of that is because Sandrina is the one who shaped us to be that union. Me and Kai have spent like the last two months together every weekend, which is like rare. And we've been talking about that. We're like, our, our moms are so crazy. Like our joke is like, they hate each other, but they're always on the phone with each other. Always, always. So mom and Auntie Dorothy will talk crap about Auntie Mare, mom, Auntie Dorothy. And I walk in the house and they are on the phone every day, every day. It's wild. And I think even like y'all touched on this earlier, but I'm thinking even y'all's relationship and seeing how y'all fuss and fight. I remember because like I fuss with my brothers, but it's never like to the extent of how y'all would fuss with each other. And I'd be like, y'all are mad. There is no way y'all are waking up tomorrow and being nice. And that's exactly what y'all would do. It wouldn't even be 24 hours. It would literally be an hour later, 30 minutes later. And y'all are just back 
back talking like bounce back is like y'all's faces would be in the dictionary next to bouncing back because that's what y'all do and we've seen it time and time again with our parents too and even like thinking about the dynamics I feel like sometimes you know we all kind of pair with another sibling and tag team the other sibling or the other siblings and I've seen it time and time again where it's Chris and Mahalo versus Sandrina or Chris and Mahalo or no I'm sorry Chris and Sandrina versus the baby Mahalo and just kind of tag teaming in that way but that's how our parents are too like to this day like Auntie Keith are not gonna let anybody talk about Uncle Patrick at all that's her brother my brother my brother and it's like no like that's the ownership like you're not messing with him because that's my brother so I feel like we all kind of move in that way too at the end of the day like don't talk about my brothers don't talk about my sisters because they are mine and they are right and at, the, to me. at the end of the day I might be able to talk shit about my sisters my family members but let someone else do it wait 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 a minute you said what I know I said that last week but you said what <laughs> let me get some clarity also let's talk about how Kai talked about bounce back is she one of us now because best believe Kai cussed me out on my last birthday trip and 10 minutes later we're up all night drinking and talking okay let's talk about bounce back because you is one of us now you is one of us I know I know I can't hold grudges anyways so that's my thing like I I've always been that way but I don't like the I, I don't like the I, I've never liked that so it's like let me sit down I don't want to say anything but I think I I think that that's what I have gained from this sisterhood is like sometimes you have to say what you got to say you got to speak your piece and you have to be able to know at the end of the day like I'm saying this because a I care about you b this is on my mind and c we're gonna bounce back it's actually funny watching you and Mahala as sisters because y'all's relationship kind of resembles me and more me and Sandrina's relationship because the age proximity. So like if y'all have little beef, it's hilarious to me because it literally resembles me and Sandrina's little beef. And just like Mahala's birthday weekend, Ma when Mahala's little punk ass tried to drag me in that and I was all like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and Kai's like, you said what Chris? And I was all mm. like, no. Oh. Oh, um, Mahala, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> yep. I was just sitting there like, oh, this is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to let y'all take care of that. <laughs> yep. And, and you're right. It is. And that's exactly what it is. Like, we've all just been, like, mimicking what we've, we've seen. And, and that's what that was. And, yeah, you were literally like, mm -mm, no, 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 no. This is between Mahala and you. And I was like, okay, Mahala. <laughs> I definitely played that big sister like I see what happened I know what's happening y'all figure that shit out okay mm -hmm. so it is definitely something else and Sandrina has I feel like kind of uh took on that burden or responsibility because she is the oldest so um I don't know and I guess does that go back to kind of our family dynamic of when they give the torch to certain people like even you Kai Khalif's the oldest son in your family he's supposed to be your protector it might be a little annoying how he tries to protect you from any man that you date but it goes back to that whole like your siblings or your the oldest always have that weird responsibility where they have to protect and and bring up make sure that the entire family is straight so what are your thoughts on that I just think it's a lot of, yeah, I, I think sometimes it's a burden for the, the eldest. At the end of the day, it's the burden because 
you're the first, like all the energy and like, it's the first. So of course, when we're thinking about parents, they want to make sure they get this right. And like, it's like this, this really important thing that they want to protect and they want to mold into this stellar human being. But once you have other kids too, and I, yeah, all of us, no one, even in our family is like an only child. So like, there's no one to even say, yeah, like this is the person they don't really have that kind of thing because it's just them. But all of us and all of the family is there's that one in the front and then everybody else that comes behind and it's, you know, a little bit more hands off each child you get. So when thinking about the eldest, I mean, yeah, like you're the protector, you're the leader, you're the role model, you're the parent sometimes, you're the nurse sometimes, you're the fighter, you're the lover, you're you're all of the things. And you are really paving the way unintentionally. Like you don't know sometimes until you hear it and you hear your parents tell you and say, well, you have siblings, like you have three people that are looking at you, or you have like two people that are like watching what you do. And I think sometimes that goes into how people like el like the oldest children navigate the world too, which I think it's it kind of sucks because you know I'm thinking that I might want to do this one thing for me, but I'm thinking of my siblings and what they might think of me. So which path am I going to take to kind of you know lead the way? And it might not be something even remotely close to anything that I want to do, but it's because it's this burden of being the first and wanting to do the best and be the very best at whatever it is you're doing. So with even my brother, like I do have older brother Khalif and yeah, like Khalif was a protector. He was like the leader when Khalif and I were younger, like that was my best friend. Like I'm doing anything Khalif does. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad. If we're going to get in trouble, I'm going to do it because this is my big brother. Like I'm looking up to him. So that even shows even us in like the next places like being the second and being the third or the, the baby for majority of the time I think that we're just always looking to the person ahead of us and I think it's kind of unfair sometimes um, but we do it unintentionally but I think that the oldest that they know that now I think once you get like to a certain age you you understand that responsibility that you were born into I also kind of think about how like when you're the first everything's trial and error so like <laughs> parenting there's way more errors than there are trials because there's certain things you can't take back you can't take back time so a lot of the stuff that my mom did she was a young parent she was what she was pregnant at 17 had syndrome at 18 um, luckily she did have a lot of support from her sisters, her mother, but, um, still like raising a little baby at that young of age, it's trial and error. Then you have all these other grandchildren who come around. Everyone's looking to see what they did wrong with Sandrina at first, and then changing the way they do with the other kids. So Sandrina is literally like the trial and error. She's the test subject for our entire family. And so that's kind of challenging as well. And me being one of the older sisters and the older grandchildren, I will say that I have seen like the oldest of the crew, we have struggled more than the younger, youngest. The youngest have it way easier um, because there's a more resources. Our, our families have more money when the kids are younger um, and they have seen all the mistakes that we have the older grandchildren made. I guess you guys are more in the middle, but like me, Cassie, Sandrina, Patrick Jr. I guess I can kind of put you guys in the older ones. We have all seen the mistakes that we've made 
and the younger kids have learned how to navigate them and not make the same mistakes you've made. So looking at Sandrina, her being the first grandchild, everyone's watching her mistakes. Every parent is seeing what they did with her, what they wanted to do and what they didn't want to do. So then they would learn how to shape their next child. So once again, Sandrina was literally like the test subject for a lot of things that we didn't even think about. And then with us too, we've used us as test like too, because like with Sahara, Sandrina bought Sahara her laptop. I bought her her iPad. You buy her clothes. So like, we're also like, we've learned to like, do what your parents couldn't or don't do as well so very interesting I've never I've never really thought about any of this <laughs> Mahalo like even too with you like with you getting bullied Sandrina got bullied I didn't get bullied as much I don't think you got bullied as much as Sandrina either but like we never wanted that and so like we got bullied because mom could never afford us to get nice shoes right do you remember not having nice shoes when you were in middle or high school or getting picked yeah, up yeah you got me on my shoes Exactly. So you don't remember ever getting picked on, but I, me and Sandra and I got picked on because mom did the whole one sneaker thing a year. And we had to run, we had to wear those little track shoes to school year round, not even Converse, the track shoe. And so yeah. we knew that, like, I knew that once I got a job going in there, you were not about to have to go through what we went through. Yeah. And that's what sisterhood was for me being the youngest. And I think that's where Sandrina specifically, and then of course you have such a different experience. I was good. Like, I don't really have too much trauma, even like I make jokes about being picked on, but I mean, that's so minuscule in my life because I was good. Like, I I mean, just anything I needed, you and Sans did if mom or granny didn't, you know? So it's just, it's interesting. I've never really dug this deep into what it was like for Sandrina. And not to mention, I mean, uh, mom being a single parent, she couldn't possibly provide stuff. The reason why I even started dressing good was because dad came into our life. And I remember- he's this young bachelor father who's making a lot of money and he's all like oh hell I didn't know my 15 year old daughter was looking this raggedy let me give you a whole new wardrobe and then a year later I was able to get a job so even though you weren't able to have dad involved in your life I was able to show you out money or show you out products so you didn't look a hot mess in school <laughs> or even like hand-me-downs and I don't say that in a bad way but like I remember you gave me your Uggs which meant the world to me because lord knows who was buying us Uggs y'all who was buying us Uggs, okay? But I even got your hand-me-downs, like, and I loved it. But I think that's something, that's just a side note, that was what was cool about being y'all's little sister too, is like the hand-me-downs were lit. <laughs> like, people have traumatizing hand-me-down experiences and I'm like, nah, it was lit. My sisters were fresh, like, shit was lit. So, yeah. But even just like, it's funny because both proms, our mom like refused to buy us a prom dress, which I don't really know why. I don't know if it was financial, whatever. Um, but Krista wore Sandrina's prom dress and I wore it too. And not to mention Krista's friends wore the same prom dress. Um, but every prom too, you guys got me ready. And that was another big thing. Like we came, your hair, that's another thing too, Hala. Did you ever feel like your hair was never not done? No. <laughs> we made sure Mahala's hair looked so fresh because we didn't have that luxury of getting our hair done and stuff like that. So mm. all these little things, I, I feel like it's it comes to us all coming together and being a family unit. And it really reminds me of how our parents operate, like with the whole granddad being in St. Lucia, they're all taking the lead, coming together, making sure our grandfather is straight. So, um, I mean, I just, I got to give it to Sandrina. I love everything she's done. 
I've loved watching her on her journey and her journey's really shaped everything I've done. Um, I've had a little bit more flexibility because Sandrina, at the end of the day, if something goes wrong, I have my big sister to take care of me. So I have a little bit more room to fuck up, make mistakes because my older sister got my back. So um, I guess we can kind of wrap up. We've been on here for almost an hour. So um, anyone want to say any closing statements? This podcast was really for Sandrina's birthday. We love her. Um, she's the one who really inspired me to do a sisterhood um, podcast. And hopefully maybe I'll be able to get everyone on here, including Sahara and Sandrina. So I'll be able to have all my sisters on here. But um, I love you. Happy birthday. And Kai Mahal, if you have any closing remarks. Yeah, I just wanted to say, sis, happy birthday. And it's time to go live your life. Um, it's time to take this burden off and go to California and live the life you deserve. Okay, sis. Um, but really, we love you. Happy birthday. Yes, and happy, happy birthday. Uh, I hope that you watch, listen to this podcast and you just learn a little bit more and get a little bit more insight into things that you didn't know and how just impactful and how well of a job you've done honestly and like not even just like you living this life and doing everything the right way or the standard way but just being honestly just like a caring loving like motivating just sister at the end of the day sister cousin friend all of the above just thank you for everything and yeah I'm excited to see where the sisterhood takes us because I feel like I'm a little fresh in the sisterhood but it's all good um I love doing this adulting thing and yeah just digging deeper with y'all so happy birthday Sands live it up take off that torch throw it away be free we'll figure it out you're the eldest grandchild the eldest sister you don't need to take care of anyone else anymore. We love you. You've done the work. You've molded us, molded us into what we needed to be. Now it's your turn. Live, enjoy your best life. Take care. I can't wait to see you in California. Love you. Love you. Bye guys.